Hey, welcome to a kind of impromptu episode of The Hills Have Nerds. Um, we're going to call this our, our Nerd Out. Hopefully you listened to the first Nerd Out where we, we nerded out about the tabletop RPGs we're playing. This is going to be our second one, and we hadn't intended on doing one so close to the release of the other, but there is a phenomenon happening. There is a force just ripping through the world of PC gaming and Microsoft Xbox Game Pass right now, and that is PAL World. And we felt like, hey, let's try to grab a piece of this. Let's do a little bit of a, uh, a show on this. It's it's me, Josh. I'm joined by Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. And Lee. Hello. Cody couldn't be with us today. Um but we wanted to get in and uh, and give some thoughts on this. There is just a tremendous amount of goings on around this game. Um, and if you've been living under a rock and don't know what this is, um, let's tell you. So, so Pal World just released into early access on on Steam and Microsoft Game Pass. So it released on Game Pass for PC and Xbox, and it released on January nineteenth. It is January twenty sixth as of recording this um early access is this kind of movement that's happened fairly recently guys what do you think in in games where oh yeah like like publishers will release a game that's not it's not it's like a soft open you know what i mean it's it's not the full game that they've released you're paying full price but it's um you're it's essentially a beta of the game and some some games release into early access in a better state than others I feel like they've been doing it for quite a while. With ever since DLC started to become a big thing, a lot of games come half half made, and they just yeah. patch it through. Well, that and we'll get into that about this game. Um, so this game released into early access on Steam and uh, Microsoft Game Pass on uh, January nineteenth. It Power World. You you might have heard it described as if you heard anybody around you talk about the uh, Pokemon with guns. That they're they're talking about Pal World. I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually playing right now, and one of my pals just flew backwards over top of my. That was wild. Early access, uh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an open world survival crafting base building game with monster catching elements, boss battles, and it has a very loose story. Um, yeah. It has overworld and instanced like alpha pals. So if you ever played Pokemon Legends Arceus where there were the alpha Pokemon, there are these pals and they are <laughs> they resemble Pokemon and we'll get into that a little bit more too. But uh but they resemble Pokemon. And so so these overworld and instanced alpha pals that work kind of as like little mini bosses you can fight and you can catch them. Um, and then there are dungeons you can go into, and this is a this is an online game. You can play solo. You can have a, a four person, um, like multiplayer co op thing, or you can have a server. We have a server, and we have almost twelve people now that are participating here. And the map is huge, and all that stuff. January twenty sixth, two thousand or yeah, two thousand twenty four. This game has sold eight million copies in in less in it in its first six days. So that the last report, the last update was in less than six days, it sold eight million copies, and those are Steam only numbers. 
that they're not counting their Game Pass subscriptions. Yeah. Game Pass right. is out wild because of the free trial. Like yeah. I even started free trial. It was like a dollar for 14 days. And that's where we have first tried it. Okay, so with if you think about these numbers, it looks like the total people with Xbox gaming subscriptions in 2022. This is 2022. And Game Pass has gotten significantly larger since then. It's uh, 33.6 million subscribers. And you think yeah. if even a fifth of those <laughs> decide to play this game, that's another 6 million, dude. It broke Steam's record. It has just continuously broken its own. It set a record, and it broke a record, and then has broken its own several times for most concurrent online players for a buy-to-play game. So we're talking about something that's not free-to-play, like you know Fortnite, stuff like that. That's free-to-play. You just download and play it. And then it has microtransactions. This is a buy-to-play game, and there are no microtransactions yet, asterisk. Um it had, I think, right, last I saw, two million people online playing the game just on again, just on Steam, just through Steam. That does not count the you know Game Pass uh, and uh, the Xbox and PC Game Pass stuff. This is this is unreal. <laughs> it's crazy. Really? The, it has come out of nowhere. The, so this game has been it's been in production for like three years. Right, it's been an open public production. I saw a thing on it like back just in twenty. Three. What'd you say? Was it just three? About three years, like twenty twenty one. I think is when they when they it's been in public production for three years. Now it may have been in production for more than that, but twenty twenty one I think is when I when I saw something about it. And oh, I remember looking at it, and and you can you get these little pals, so you you get kind of plopped down in an open world think think arc to, to me and you guys you know challenge me on this or not this game is less pokemon and more like arc survival evolved oh, in yeah. that you could tame oh, the dinosaurs yeah. put the dinosaurs to work in your base and then um you know just go out and do your thing pokemon to me while while this has these little monsters that could look like pokemon right and and Ooh. Do <laughs> do quite a bit. In, yeah, in they, it looks like Pokemon. You know? <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll and again we'll get into that in a second. That's another topic. We'll talk yeah, about. Uh, they uh, the the gameplay like the gameplay loop of this is not Pokemon. There are 111 of these things. There's a little pal deck, you know, kind of like your Pokedex. When you catch them, it puts them in there and it gives a little like entry for them, and that and that's it. And that and you know and that's great. But there's no like gems. You're not going on a Pokemon adventure. You don't. You know, they don't evolve. They're all singular things, even though some of them look like they would evolve the way a Pokemon would, so on and so forth. No, the the game is much more about you and how you're interacting with the world it's dropped you into. The story is very loose. You can pick up these little codexes and you can read them, and that gives you your story. Yeah, I, I don't um, even. I put probably 30, 35 hours in, and I've not read a single one. So I just don't care. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll tell you exactly how many hours that I've put into this game, and I don't. I don't know if I want to say it out loud. Have you read the codexes? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it. It's neat. I love lore, man. I, I love the. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a lore nerd. I'm a lore nerd in WoW. I'm a lore nerd in Pokemon. Yeah. You know, I, I pick up the books off the shelves in World of Warcraft and read them. So I like you know, reading this stuff. But, no. but this game. Sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. 
Oh, you go. Go ahead. I was just saying, I, I like lore and stuff, but it, it's the game has to really draw me into it to really get into it. Yeah. Go. Yeah, and I'm just enjoying the gameplay so much. I'm like, whatever. Let's <laughs> scoot <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I should have said this at the beginning, and I'll say it now. If, if we sound different to you guys, we are not in the same room. This is the first podcast we've recorded on Discord, so we're doing like a capture audio thing there. If you like it, let us know. If you think it's stupid and you want us to record everything the way we normally do in one room, let us know. I, I prefer the inner room. but Oh my, I didn't hit start, dude. Are you serious? No, I'm not. God, that would have sucked. <laughs> oh, that, that actually probably would have been better because there's been a bunch of times I've messed up in this little uh, crap I wrote down. But anyway, yeah, we're recording on Discord. If you like it, let us know. If you don't, I just leveled up out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. Congratulations. I guess my guys are just, they're, they're working. You can set up. You can build a base. Set up your base. You guys work in that. You gain experience. You level up. You have new stuff. It's very, very arc esque. Whereas you level up, more um, patterns and and um, technology become open to you. But this game has come out of nowhere. Like absolutely, no one expected it to do this well. The company that made it has never had success on this scale. This is unreal. To, to put it into perspective, it has outsold. It outsold Super Mario Wonder as of. Uh, uh, Pixel Bro Lee's video, and that what yeah. you, you said in yours. At this yeah, point out- in the day, it's probably sold twice as much, yeah, which yeah. is crazy to think about. It outsold BDSP. I'm pretty sure. I think it's outsold BDSP's first week. What's BDSP? Uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl for Pokemon. Oh, um, okay. it's outsold a couple. I think it's outsold a couple Pokemon titles at this point. Um, and, oh, and yeah. we're, we're mentioning Pokemon in conjunction with this, even though I genuinely don't feel like this is, a, I mean, it's a kin, but, and we'll get into to why, because there's, there's a big kind of, sh- there's a shadow hanging over the community of this game. But let, yeah. let's talk about the team. Let's talk about where this came from, where this game came from. So the studio that made this game is Pocket Pair. Mm-hmm. They developed and published Power World. The CEO and co-founder of Pocket Pair is a guy named Takuro Mizobi. And I, and I believe I'm pronouncing that name right. I hope I am. Um, Pocket Pairs released, at, at, from what I could find, three other games. Uh, one is a like card-based uh, roguelike dungeon crawler where you play cards, put little things on the table, and they come through. It looks like a mobile game. It's called Over Dungeon. Um, they have a game, Craftopia, is an, it, which is an open-world survival game, kind of like this but it's developed in unity and, and to nowhere near the scale and it was a different team that worked on craftopia as opposed to the team that worked on uh, Power world and then they have a game and I, again foreshadowing a game called and i i'm not crapping you ai art imposter <laughs> <laughs> when i read it i was like you're kidding me like you gotta be crapping me i'm trying not to curse a quick Google uh, search says they have actually one more game called Never Grave the Witch and Witch and the Curse. Yep, I've like heard it. of I've heard of Craftopia. That's the only one I'd heard of. Yeah, Craftopia is the only one I've heard heard of as well. Now, these were the only like I searched all over the place, and these are the three I found. So never never grave something about a witch. The Witch and the Curse. Oh, okay. is that the new one that's coming out? Uh, is it? 
yet released. It's yeah, it's not released yet. Okay, so that so there we go. These are the three three games that have been released. Uh huh. Because I'm actually kind of excited. Somebody was like, "Oh, this is just gonna be a rip off of uh, Hollow Knight," and I said, "Sweet, that's gonna be great." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, I, I want to quote the this. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Aaron. Uh, they're only the publisher for that. A developer mm. is front they side. Maybe okay. yeah. Yeah, so this is this is who these are games they've developed over Dungeon, Craftopia, and AI Art Imposter, which is like this kind of party game where three you you play with four people, three people get the prompt and the theme and like a, a, a note, and then there's one person that doesn't get the note. Like the prompt is fruit, and then uh. the special thing is an apple, and three people know it's an apple and one person doesn't. And then you all have to put in like a little description and the AI will generate an image and you have to just determine based on the four images who didn't know what the prompt was. Uh, so it's like fake artist. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seemed, it seemed neat. That um, is so funny, man. Cause it seems like that world is just a conglomerate of these three ideas. <laughs> like what's your art imposter? Pokemon. <laughs> So I, I want to. There was a Polygon article I was reading um, that translated a interview with um, with Mizobi, um, Mizobi or Mizobe, um about when the when the game released. And and so just with a grain of salt, and you, and you may see this as you're you're going out other places discovering information about Power World if you, if you know you didn't know anything about it. That this article was. You, it was trans. It was in Japanese, and it was translated by Google Translate. It was not a professional translator that translated this stuff. So all the information that's out there right now is just Google Translate. And some of these translations can be rough, and I, I think maybe there's a chance for people to have misconstrued some of this stuff a little bit. But this is from the uh, the Polygon article. It said, The development of Power World was riddled with difficulties. Members of the team didn't know key skills, like how <laughs> to build rigs, how to help uh, to, to, or to help create animations for the Power characters with the rigs. Uh, Mizobi described other work processes, like file management, as a, quote, mess. In particular, stunning um a particularly stunning example, considering the time it would take, the team made the decision to migrate development from the Unity, which they started making this game on Unity, um, to the Unreal Engine. And the, these are the engines that they, they pull assets, they get assets from to build these games. There's a lot of games that get built in Unity. Unity's a little, like, what? Unity's less photorealistic right like unity's kind of a like a lot of mobile games are built in unity yeah and then unreal engine is it's the unreal engine it's a lot of big spanning huge massive open world games are building that like arcs building that i wonder if it also had uh, unity had a lot of issues they were they were trying to charge people for using, i saw that uh unity in every like in each game that's why um well, what was it? Cultist, Lamb of the Cultists. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the name Cult of the, of the game. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, yeah. That uh, they stopped selling that game for the first of the year because Unity was going to do that. The the reason here, what the article says, why they swapped is. Um, the team made the decision to migrate development from Unity to Unreal Engine when an experienced game developer, a rarity on the team. <laughs> 
expressed interest in the project, but only knew how to work an Unreal Engine. And so the decision. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do that one. Let's swap the whole thing around. Well, this guy knows what's up. <laughs> Let's do what yeah, he says. I mean, pretty much, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty smart, honestly. Hey, it's clearly worked out for him. So this decision required the team to pretty much rebuild the game so far from scratch. That's wow. from the article. Um, and then there's a quote from Mazobi, and this is a quote from him. Um, and again, this was translated from Japanese by Google Translate and then, you know, edited up and popped in a Polygon article. So I'm, I'm reading you verbatim. Take from it what you will. Yeah. The budget limit is initially until the balance in your bank account reaches zero. <laughs> when it reaches zero, you can borrow money. In that case, do you need to manage your budget? No. Nah. All you need to do is borrow <laughs> money or release money just before the company goes bankrupt and your account balance drops to zero. Well, we'll probably be able to develop it for about two more years. This is when he was asked about the budget. He said, for the time being, I decided to keep making it without worrying about the budget. We want to complete it as soon as possible, so let's hire a lot of people. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. This seems What's like it's just logic, right? It's refreshing, I mean, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like using logic rather than all the, the craziness. It's like, well, we'll just develop until we run out of money, I guess. He's also on record <laughs> as saying, you know, he, he doesn't want to innovate. You know, people ask, I think people ask him about innovating in the in the gaming space. And he's like, I don't want to innovate. I don't care if I innovate. I want to make games people want to play. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Like, he, okay, I, I get it. I, <laughs> that's hell yeah. Obviously, people want to play this one. Eight million copies in six days. I mean, eight million at least in six days. Um, so when we talk about two two main people they hired onto this staff, which. Uh, <laughs> Which is, which is neat. This, guys, it, it is a rags to riches story for this this team. And again, there is a shadow. And we're going to get to the shadow hanging over it. But uh, so they hired. So again, it, Pokemon with guns is what's being billed as. Let's talk about the guns. They hired a junior high school graduate. Who was a guy who was working a convenience store. store. Yeah. Self taught. He had a YouTube channel. He was doing content for. Um, Gun Girls or Nico Girls or some, it's some gotcha game with guns. Like these chicks that have, these anime girls that have like sniper rifles and, and stuff that, that, and he was doing content for that. And he was like, apparently like a big gun nut, and which is hard to find in Japan because they have pretty strict gun law. In America, we take for granted, like, you know, we wake up, we got our gun, there's our gun, we're good to go. But in, uh, in other countries, it's not as, not as prevalent. Um, and junior high school, I, I see this a lot in some of the articles I read there. They build junior high school. Like this guy was, has a sixth grade education. Junior high school in Japan is the equivalent of high school in the U S yeah. their high school. What they're, what they would call high school is optional for their students. So he had a, a high school education and then was continued on and self-taught to program design, draw and things like that. Um, so th this wasn't, you know, some, you know, Merle from up the holler that, <laughs> that happened to you know get satellite internet back in 1986 and <laughs> go off from there um but yeah but he they hired him because quote from Mizo mizobu or mizobe they wanted to find somebody who was obsessed with guns <laughs> and apparently they found it yeah <laughs> well you look at you look at the gun models in the game 
Well, and they I, are they're the, so they're like photorealistic. Yeah, they're super detailed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lee, um, have you crafted any? Like I new, have not. That's so funny. <laughs> me and Elizabeth on our our solo game, we got up to the. Uh, we were just about to build the assault rifle. Like we got the musket and the makeshift. There's a makeshift handgun, like one you'd build in prison, like there, and it looks like it. And then there's an actual handgun. I think I interrupted you, Aaron. I'm sorry. You're fine. I, I was just gonna say I, I I'd heard from an interview with them. Apparently, the reason they put guns in the game was because they knew Americans liked guns. <laughs> yeah, they wanted the game to be successful, so they decided they'd build a shooter because shooters were extremely successful. It's also why you have like all these different options for like crazy options that you can mix with the genders and everything with the character creation. Because he actually, and I quote from the the interview that I read, was that Americans like to make ugly characters. I mean, this guy has us down. Like, he's, he's just boom, boom. He's got his pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse of America. <laughs> I was like, I've never been called out so much. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that that's a little frightening. Like, he's going to, he could have us under his, underfoot by the end of the year. My character on our server has, like, the max size arms and the smallest legs and a medium torso <laughs> with blue hair and a purple beard. And I, I was like, a person. Thank you. See, I, I made someone not. that looks like a human being. <laughs> I did not. Mine is a main uh, character. <laughs> so the, the second person they hired, um, and this is, and this is, we're getting, we're about to get into what we're talking about is um, they stated that most of the uh, character concepts. So again, there are 111 individual pals. That's what, how world calls its you know little monsters that you catch because <laughs> it's um, fucking monsters <laughs> you, you, well, <laughs> that's what they call their little uh, little monsters that you catch um and you catch them in pal spheres you weaken them either with your pals and there is a um, rock paper scissors style element system mm-hmm. where you know fires over grass grass is over ground grounds over electric electric over water water over fire so on and so forth and then there's grass dark and normal um or i'm sorry dragon dark and normal normal yeah yeah so they stated most of the character concepts were designed by a single graduate student who had initially applied for the team in 2020 in october of 2020 but was not accepted and then reapplied in 2021 and got hired in the second push um the budget for the game is 6.7 million i saw an article um initially that this game had a ten thousand dollar budget <laughs> initially it started out as a ten thousand dollars but they got um they got like investors and everything else so yeah. it increased as they went well i mean i, I mean you heard what mizzou said mizzou bay you, you just uh once your bank account reaches zero you know you just borrow That's money and then you just you know free up some money you got it that's what I do in life. So, I mean, yeah. there's always money in the banana stand. I'm trying to, I was trying to research and see, cause like sometimes you can see how much Xbox pays for the games to be on game pass a month or mm-hmm. for their duration. I can't find that information right now, but that would be hilarious I, to see. I feel like it wasn't much. I feel like pocket pair <laughs> might have given Microsoft money. Right. It was on there initially. So that, that's kind of the size of this team. So that, they had, like, Craftopia is their only game that had any kind of um, 
success. But even then, like Craftopia has been in early access for like three years. They yeah. released an early access game saying that, you know, in like a year or year and a half, it was going to be, and this is not the team. It's not the same team. Again, I want to, I want to make certain that we, we clarify this is not the same team that worked on Craftopia, but it's the same developer. It's the same you know company. Um, and Craftopia is still in early access. And there's a lot of people that were out there saying Craftopia is a dead game. Now, Craftopia had 15, 16 updates last year. So I don't think it's a dead game. I think that's a little bit of uh, hyperbole on the part of the internet, which gasp never happens. Yeah, I know, right? But still, it's a game that they said was going to be out of early access and at you know a future date, and that future date hasn't came, and it's been over their projected date. Um, so the, the company didn't have a great track record with that. And Craftopia is nothing compared to this game. Yeah. It yeah. is. I mean, it looks like what you, you know, play on your phone to me. And one of the phone games Lee hates. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but he's not poor enough to buy. So, so I want to talk about like the state of the game that it released in. So we, we talk about like, this is an early access game and the mm-hmm. state of some early access games that released and, and how the game plays and what it deals with. And then we get into the, the, what we'll probably talk about the most of, but yeah. um, so to me for an early access title, this game is just incredibly polished for an I early agree. access game. I, yeah. when I going into it, I thought, yeah, especially with like popularity, weirdly enough, like a lot of really buggy games get popular. If it's something like this, you just, I anticipate it early access, super popular part of the, part of the charm is how buggy and broken a game is. But this game is like, I've said it several times. If I would have paid 30 bucks for this on steam, even what I've played so far, I would have been more than satisfied. Yeah, it's, I've bought, it's great. I've bought three copies. I've bought um, one for me, one for Elizabeth, one for my son. And we are paying for a private server for us to be able to, uh, to play on. Yeah. And speaking of private server, it just crashed, huh. which there's, there's a million and a half people logging into this game. Like yeah, every, I- everybody that you rent private servers from, if anybody's out there has ever like rented server space. So just, for example, how this works, um, the game you can join. The game has servers. They have like in-game their own hosted servers. But yeah. you're going to be playing with Joe Schmo Random, and everybody. We wanted one for just us to play on. So I, I had two options. I could host it on my own computer, and everybody connect to my computer, and that's where the server would be based. But I'd have to leave my computer online if people who wanted to play when I wasn't on. I'd have to leave my computer on all the time. And I don't want to do that. Um, or we can rent one from a third party and they host, you know, they have server space. So you can just do that. So, but everywhere is just booked all to pieces. Like, obviously they are, even if 1% of this, even, like, even if a, a smidgen of the population that has bought this game is trying to rent server space, that's still like tens of thousands of people. Yeah, there's, uh, it's, which I think they had to have an emergency meeting after, like, on day three. I heard that. About that was with, what, Game Pass, right? That was, I think it was Epic, is what I heard. Was it Epic? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I heard the same thing, Aaron, that Epic, they had to, like, they had a Discord meeting, funny enough. Yeah. With Epic. <laughs> Discord makes the world go around, people. If you don't know what Discord is, figure it out. Okay. 
So, so anyway, like this is a very polished game, and I, I love that I was talking about polished games as my game crushed. Hmm. Um, I, what I've found is there's a few bugs with the AI of the pals. Yeah. Um, sometimes the little ones, if they're carrying, if they've like mined some stone and they're carrying it over to a chest, they'll get into this like juggle mode. <laughs> or they, they look like the, the quintessential um, incompetent uh infomercial person that's trying to like grab stuff. Like, oh no, how would I hold all of these things? And just falls down. That's what they look like. Um and then uh, there's a there's a bug where you can catch the bosses. So the game has five main bosses. There are there are bosses all over the world in, in power. There are bosses in the overworld and there are little instances you can go into, but there are five like main ones. Yeah, you have and... well bosses and the tower bosses. Right, yeah. So that's what I was getting to is that they these five bosses are in towers spread across the world, and these are your scaling difficulty ones. Your world bosses scale in difficulty, but these are your ones that progress your your story of the game, I guess. Um, when you when you load into Power World, you find yourself you know waking up on a beach, a la Ark Survival Evolved, and you have three little pals standing over you. Uh, what Chicky Chicky Pick. Cheeky Pie, Cattiva, Cheeky yeah, Pie, che- and uh, um, Lambal. Lambal. <laughs> Lambal. Or, or standing over you. The lamb, the fox, and the. <laughs> I don't know. I actually could not name a single single one of these. Dude, I know every. I know 1,036 Pokemon. You think I can't come? <laughs> remember 111 pals? This is nothing. <laughs> The bad thing is, I think I can name more of the Palmon than I can Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, it's like, well, I'll get, I'll get into that later. Like, I have like this yeah, weird yeah. relationship, I think, with the game, and I don't know. It might be why I like it instead of Pokemon. Honestly, we'll yeah, see. I keep doing a little bit of background of the game, and we'll get into like overall like, how we feel about it and stuff like that. So, um, uh, yeah. So you can catch those bosses. For so you, you're not supposed to be able to. That is a bug. You have to you have to like do some weird, weird glitchy stuff to get to a situation where you can catch them, but you can, and that's a bug, and hopefully that gets fixed. But that's not to say that you can't catch human beings in this game. Which there, is an actual feature. Power World is a world, and there are small settlements, and there is a police force that if you, you know, go cause trouble in the settlements and attack the townsfolk, they will come attack you and they will kill you, and you will drop your stuff and you will lose it. Um, however, you can catch them in your pal balls and anything you catch is a pal <laughs> because you can put them to work on your base and you can, you know, you can rule with an iron fist. Yeah. And you can also butcher your pals for meat that you have to collect food. You eat pals in this game and anything you catch in a pal ball is a pal. And you can catch humans in pal balls, and you can butcher pals for meat. Oh, so you can you, butcher people for meat? Yeah. I, I wasn't going to say that right out. I was going to say combine it, but yeah, if you catch them in pal balls, yeah. Wow, that's a really messed up. I didn't it's know that was a thing. Dark. Yeah. It's it's absolutely dark, but yeah, you can. Is there cannibalism in Ark? Yeah. Oh, well, perfect. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and that is like, and I think. Mizobe's um, on record saying they when they made this game, they wanted it to be more like Ark than anything like mm-hmm. that's what they were kind of modeling this after and you look at 
you know, like Call the Call of Duty franchise and the Battlefield franchise. There's a ton of franchises that do that stuff. There's a little bit more um, that we'll get into here in a second. So, going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, I'm hitting at it, but it's, it's, it's huge. Uh, the server issues, I think, are the biggest thing with power right now, with power. Yeah. Um, there, people are losing saves. Now, If you, I found that if you do like a multiplayer co-op, like the four-person maximum thing, it's fine. Like Elizabeth and I never had a single problem. We played, again, last weekend, we put 40 hours into it in one weekend. We were snowed in, and everything was taken care of. We were warm, everybody was fed, and <laughs> we, uh, we sat and played Power World. Um, but have you guys? I know Aaron, you guys played on Game Pass. What what was your experience there? Uh, Game Pass is rough. It's behind Steam. Yeah, the patch is it's an earlier patch, right? Yeah, um, and it wasn't perfect by far. Definitely not perfect. Uh, it played decently well, like it wasn't awful, like it wasn't unplayable, but it had issues. See, I'm not really. I played on Game Pass on PC. Are you playing on PC as well? Yeah. Okay, so I've not had a lot of issues on my computer uh, at all. Playing on Xbox, played... it's pure trash. <laughs> but <laughs> Did you it, play course, solo, Lee? Yes, I played like 100% solo. Oh, see, we played, we played with, the only issues we had were like, uh, Josh finally picked up Game Pass, and we had four people already in at one time, and then one of our friends wasn't playing one day, and we had two people in, and then Josh couldn't join. That's weird. Yeah, and it, it, we we had to do like this weird login thing where Josh had to log in, and then the other two had to log in before we could get it going. It was that sounds awful. Yeah, because the Xbox the Game Pass version for PC didn't have a quit button. Like you couldn't yeah. quit out of the game. You, you, can't, to, you just close the window. They've put it in now recently, I believe. Oh, did they? Because uh, like mine doesn't. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't have a quit button. I was like, oh, I guess I control alt delete. <laughs> yeah, that's. that's I'll enter and then hit the X button. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like the, uh, the game pass servers had a lot more problems than um, Steam's have, but Steam was ahead. Yeah. It's version. And there's, there's 2 million people trying to play this game at the same time. And they had, again, they did not plan for this. This game in no way, shape, or form had the infrastructure put in place for what for the reception it has gotten. Oh crap, mm-hmm. I came in T posing. That's so funny, dude. That's I, funny. Actually these these success stories cracked me up anyway. Like the, oh, the yeah. Flappy Bird situation. That guy had a rough time, but um Oh yeah, that's just kind of, we should do a little episode on Flappy Bird at some point. That poor man. That just the runaway success of games, you know, you don't expect. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what a cool thing to think about. It wasn't like 30 team members total for this development. I think, I think, yeah. I think, or maybe went up to 40, something like that. But yeah, somewhere through there. Um, which I honestly, I don't know, is that, I mean, that seems small. It is. Yeah, that is for small. A team, that, that's pretty small for a team. I don't, I don't have a giant working knowledge of how big every single game's team is. But for a game that has seen this much success, I feel like 30 team members is super small. It's very small. That's like Rockstar yeah. sort of status, dude. Like, you know, yeah. there's you know, there's people that you you manufacture into success. The ideas and movies and that you manufacture into success by having huge teams and huge investment. But when you take like thirty people and make something like this, you go, oh, okay, we caught lightning in a bottle. <laughs> so, 
Um, I, I will say this for the for the developers to have a small team and be experiencing this much success, they have been super like talkative with the community. Yeah, um, we see them pushing out saying, "Hey, you know, this is what we're working on. This is what we're trying to do." They released a roadmap. They put out a roadmap for where they want to go. You know what doesn't have a roadmap? A lot of AAA games. This is an indie company that put out a roadmap within, what, three days of releasing this game and getting that much success? I think it was a real smart move, but you know, it didn't have any, uh, it doesn't have any time frames. No, but this is what we're working on. And that's all we ask is, I don't know how many times I've looked, you know, been playing a game like oh i wonder when this is going to happen or if they're working on this or if they're going to add something you know what is their goal for the future of this obviously this has traction what are where do you go from here yeah and they actually put something out this is what we want to try to do we're not saying you have to absolutely deliver 110 percent everything but saying hey we'd like to try heck yeah all right we got about eight minutes if you want to hit that 45-minute mark. We might go a little bit over 45 minutes if you're... Uh, <laughs> what? What a surprise. Well, we're, we're, on the, we're on this last... We're on the last part. I mean, we're, we're, in the, we're into the, the big field. So we, we've talked about, you know, what, what issues are, are, is it having? Is it actually Pokemon with guns? I don't think so. Um, the size of the team. So. You, you have a history of this game, like where it came from, what's happening right now. But again... Like we said before, there is a dark cloud hanging over this game. There's a little bit of a dark cloud. It's kind of depending upon who you ask, whether it's a dark cloud or not. But there's there's a lot of hate. The developers of this game have received death threats, like legit death threats, yeah. over um, some of this, which is absolutely asinine. And that is there. There are claims that they used AI to generate their pals or or and and slash or just blatantly ripped off pokemon designs to make some of these pals yeah now this looks suspicious (laughs) (laughs) denies it now mizobe denies it He, he stated we have absolutely no intention of infringing upon the intellectual property of other companies. Well, duh. <laughs> it's because that's yeah. illegal. <laughs> we 100% we're trying to take all in Pokemon. There's so many. They have so much. Why can't we have a few? <laughs> we just want 111. You got a thousand. <laughs> but they... Okay, so here's the, the elephant in the room is there are like 20 of these things that 100%. If they didn't just straight up take a 3D model of a Pokemon pull pieces of it off and kind of like Frankenstein back together into one of these pals from a couple of them and just maybe change it a little bit. I'll be wildly surprised if it, there's no way it happened just organically. Oh, I had this idea and it just so happens to look like this very famous creature. (laughs) 100%. Like that's the thing is they didn't rip off any particular, they didn't rip off any like full Pokemon. They've taken <laughs> they've taken pieces from Pokemon and stuck them on different animals, and I mean it's clearly one hundred percent like I mean they're the the cat uh, what's it Sparket is one hundred percent got like you know Pikachu uh, Rachu's tail. See, I feel uh, like that like Sparket's not anywhere close to the most egregious. Like I feel like he's he's a little electric rodent cool that's he's inspired by pikachu i'm fine like to me that whatever that's nothing what gets me is the one dinosaur 
Dinosome. Dinosome is this kind of bipedal dinosaur. It's this green dinosaur with a plant on its head. Oh, yeah, that one's real. It's got a tail. <laughs> uh-huh. It, man, for all my Pokemon fans out there, now I'm a Pokemon fanboy. I, I will bleed, you know, red and blue until the day I die. If, if yeah. Pokemon came out with a new game tomorrow, I would quit this game and play it. But that one thing I, I do got to say, this game just released in early access with a team of 30 people, and it plays better than Scarlet and Violet ever hoped it could have. It does. Hey, it right. does. It what did. the hell? Search yeah. your hearts. You know this to be true. What, what the absolute hell game for you? That Tony Stark did this in a cave with spare parts. Dude, I was getting ready to mention that. That cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell, Game Freak? But, Dinosome, yeah. 100% has the just part and parcel eyes of Bayleaf. The face yeah. of the face and neck of, of the face of Bayleaf. The flower on its head is Lilligant's crown. It's got a little crown on it with the petals mm-hmm. of the flower and then like a little grass underneath, just like Lilligant's little crown on top of it. It has Gudra's body with the tail. They've just they've added some stuff. They've made it, you know, it is legally yeah. not these things. It's legally distinct. And they did, and Mizobe is on um record saying that this did clear their legal team all of their pals cleared their legal team is what he said yeah or the only <laughs> one that their I legal team <laughs> is the Kremis, which is oh, it gigantamax is, eevee it's just yeah it's just eevee with that fluffy that fluffy thing it's, around his neck that's gigantamax eevee dude gigantamax uh, eevee has the big fluffy thing around oh, its neck yeah, well, that, that's and it's just white with yellow eyes that's, now that's you see him you see them next to each other. Obviously, they changed a little bit. Like the ears are positioned differently. They, they again, co- I think copyright law is like 10%. I don't know Japanese copyright law. Both of these are Japanese companies. Yeah. There's Verdash, which is a uh, green, like bipedal rabbit in this game. Looks remarkably yeah. like Cinderace. Yeah. Um, there's Shadowbeak, which is this kind of griffin uh, type thing. Looks quite a bit like Sylvalai which is a, um, a seventh generation Pokemon. Nobody knows that one. Um, again, Kremis and Mega Eevee, Dinosome, the Lil- Lilligant Bayleaf Gudra <laughs> comparison from that one. Um, there's a Pokemon, or Pokemon, see I'm doing it. There's a pal called Azurobi. That, we, sorry, we, go should, ahead. we should say we are not lawyers. We don't, we've never practiced law. No. We don't know oh, there's a lot of people on Twitter that will yeah. tell you, that will tell you exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, but, a lot of mean, lawyers on Twitter. But we, uh, it's, my opinion is it doesn't seem, uh, I don't see any copyright infringement. Like it's very <laughs> close. It is straddling that line, but I think they're clear. That's, that's my opinion. That's right. I want to mention this one last one. There's Azurobi, which is Superior's body with Primarina's head. And Primarina has this like hair thing that goes back and it has these little pearls around its hair and they're, they cinch it. it. It's And in the hair, in the model, it kind of like flares out, comes together, flares out, comes together to look like its hair's in a ponytail. Well, Azurobi has this mane coming off of it that goes out, comes together, goes out, comes together, and it just doesn't have the, the pearls around it. Yeah. So. They're, they're close. They're very, 
very close, but just <laughs> different real enough. Close. <laughs> they're just different enough to be legally okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Makes me wonder, like, what Nintendo, what their thought is here, like, because Nintendo is pretty like cutthroat about yeah, their intellectual properties, man. Yeah, they, man. They they like uh, the 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 couple or whatever that was selling or that had an emulator site going. Is yeah. now like paying child support or something to Nintendo for the rest of their oh, life oh, alimony. I will say with this game with Power World, a one guy backdoored into the code and was able to mod it. They have not released any tools to mod the game. They have not yeah. supported modding. That's not. They don't want to do that right now. But one guy was able to get in and mod it, and he modded it with Pokemon assets and literally turned all the pals into actual Pokemon. And Nintendo sent that guy a DMCA. I yeah. don't know. Probably within within the hour. I don't, like it was quick. I know at least within twenty four <laughs> hours he had it. Yeah, he made a post. And Nintendo has come. From I'm me. after. Yeah, he said Nintendo. Has come <laughs> That's um, uh, interesting. Nintendo doesn't really fool around with that. But I guess maybe if they're not, I was like, why haven't they taken this? They 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 have responded, but it's like yeah. they're not taking it as seriously as I thought they would. So maybe it's just that they are seeing it in those eyes and being like, well, this isn't exactly Pokemon. So, yeah. So, well, so they here, said they were going to comb through it. It's what they said to see, but because if they thought it was a threat, man, they just get him in court and just, yeah. Outlawger them and be done. And that would bankrupt that company. So here, I'm going to, I got the Nintendo response to, to power world pulled up right here. Well, I thought I did, but this uh, IGN article was absolute hot garbage. How about that? What? IGN? Impossible. Yeah. Okay, here it is. So this is an official a statement from the Pokemon company, and I assume they had to make a statement because so many people were, you know, bombarding them with, what are you going to do about this? Look at this. These people are doing something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my rush or is upset and not willing to do any tasks, and it went to bed. Now pour one out for rush or. Nope, it went and got in the jacuzzi. Okay. Well, it could be like uh, <laughs> it could be the thing like Nintendo is maybe responding because of the death threat sort of stuff. I mean, because like is this the kind so. of stuff that like Trump supporters did? Like they <laughs> became such supporters of Trump that they're willing to storm the Capitol. It's like no Nintendo fans or Pokey fans we're, are like we're gonna kill them <laughs> again. Know? And I say I am as I'm as staunch a, def- a a Pokemon purist as anybody else. Like I am not one who sits here and goes Pokemon's become absolutely stale and the the formula doesn't work anymore and they need to innovate. I mean, they do need to innovate. They 100% need to innovate, but they need to release a friggin' working game. Scarlet <laughs> and Violet don't cut it, man. Like, I love Scarlet and Violet. I got 400 and some hours in them. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm going to just gobble up whatever goulash you serve me, Game Freak, but <laughs> somebody else gives me this, you know, they're getting some hours you ain't getting right now. But so, so here's a statement from the Pokemon company. Inquiries regarding, it's titled Inquiries Regarding Other Companies' Games. We have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. Wonder what game that is. We have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measure to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. The Pokemon Company. Yeah. So that's what they said. Just pretty much legalese of, hey, we know it's there. We get it. We 
we don't see them as a threat is what i hear but lee what you were you were talking about like if they're litigious as heck man like nintendo the pokemon like all they will shut stuff down that is that's not even making money yeah i can't think of another video game company that's even remotely close to as scary as nintendo is but oh really i didn't know that oh yeah that's a, a different discussion but the thing is, this game's this game, like we said before, has been in public development for three years. I mean, yeah. Nintendo shuts down like old ROM hacks sometimes. <laughs> so. I, you you can't tell me in good faith that it, I, I'm gonna tell you this: if you genuinely believe, if, if someone came up to me and said, "Well, Nintendo didn't know about it till it released," wrong, then <laughs> you're naive. You're yeah. naive. No, I, I've and seen you, about this game forever ago. Yeah. If I saw, yeah, I saw it. I live in Eastern Kentucky. Like I saw the game. You yeah. think Nintendo's lawyers didn't like sniff the air and you know lick a finger and stick it up and could tell a kind of Pokemon game was being developed? Yeah, when what, I saw it, miles away. When I saw it, I'm pretty sure the title was Pokemon with Guns. Yeah, oh, that's what it's being billed as because that's that's <laughs> yeah. getting clicks. I mean, hell, we called it that. Yeah, well, it's, even it's though- not. It's, it's more guns of, with Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> arc with it's arc with Pokemon. Yeah, it's arc, but the dinosaurs are cute little creatures. It's actually that's pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you can you can ride them. Oh my god, you can ride them! Like you can ride them as man. You can like fly on them in in different ones, not the same friggin' one. Nintendo, <laughs> my favorites. I can put harnesses on and use as mounts. It's amazing. Tony Stark built this in a game <laughs> with a box of spare parts. I'm so mad. I just, I want to, I want to ride my Metagross. I want to ride my Steelix. Like, I want to fly on my Skarmory. Why can't I do that, Nintendo? Why can't I do that? But I, one thing I, I wanted to point out, which I, I thought at first, so here, here was my take on this, what I thought happened. Okay. Is that they've hired this graduate student and they've been like, hey, we need this many pals. And they tried to make one, and the the um, the folklore behind it, the, the tale, the hearsay, is that they tried to make one, and it took a month to make one. The company tried to make one, so like, we need to hire, hire people to get this done. Um, they did that. They hired this graduate student. I think they gave her a, a goal of we need this many, and this is what we want to do, make them. And she went, oh, crap, what am I going to do? And she may have used some AI mishmashing to come up with some concepts and then 3D modeled those. And then she went to, uh, what's it, the the Pokemon Mixer one? Yeah. The Pokemon Randomizer. The Poke Randomizer or whatever it is. Yeah, the Masher. Uh, <laughs> she was like now, the left and right there it was. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Like, what do you... They're blatant, and I'm gonna. There will be pictures that when we post this, if you go to the show notes, and when I say show notes, I mean if you're looking on Spotify, the description of the show underneath that, there will be links. So you can come to our Facebook and find some pictures. I'm gonna post some pictures of the comparisons of these. So come find us on Facebook or um, look at the show notes for a link to our Facebook or, or links to, you know, articles about this stuff in the show notes of this episode. Um, and judge for yourself. But what do you guys think? I honestly think that it was it was just, you know, they may have started on some 
and said, hey, this is kind of like Pokemon. Why don't we just parody parody that? And they literally, I think they just took too far with parody and just stole parts of Pokemon. They probably built all the assets themselves, but they just took designs from all the different Pokemon and put them on different things. And I said, yeah, that, uh, I don't really like, it's pretty obvious. They look like Pokemon, but I just, I don't even care. (laughs) I just don't care. This game is fun. It's just so fun. If it were Pokemon, if this was a Pokemon game, as much as I like, I'm I'm not about Pokemon. I would be playing it. Like, it's just, it's a good game. If it were Pokemon, I'd play it. This is, this is the Pokemon game I wanted. (laughs) Legends Arceus is, is kind of similar. It's not base building, but there's a little bit of survival crafting in it. This is what the Legends games should have been. Honestly, you don't have to give us guns. That I don't need guns. I don't need to butcher no. my. I don't even yeah, build a butcher care. knife in my game. I don't. I don't want to. They're too cute. They're adorable. I'm not doing that to them. Um, and also, uh, pocket pair. Give me a way to release pals because right now all you can do is either put them in the bank forever or put them in a ball and drop them off a cliff. And then they well, just sit there in that ball condemned to purgatory for the rest of their life. That's not true. You can sell them. Oh yeah. You can sell them and butcher them. Oh, yeah. snap. Just let me sell release them. them <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you can catch the humans. You can catch the humans and sell them on the black market. Well, I don't like that, but now Pokemon or pals. <laughs> yeah. So, so I thought, I guess I thought, okay, innocent enough. Maybe they just, they were crunched for time. They took some stuff, changed it up enough to be whatever. And games do that all the time. Look at Call of Duty. Look at Battlefield. Look at these games that take assets and ideas from each other. Fortnite was not the first Battle Royale, but Fortnite is a huge Battle Royale. PUBG, I don't even think, was the first Battle Royale. Well, like, games at, oh, give and ahead. take. No, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, look at... Somebody pointed out, and I never knew this before, it was somebody showed the comparison between uh, Dragon Quest and some of the original Pokemon, and how similar like the monsters from Dragon Quest and the original Pokemon were. Now, it's not to this level. (laughs) I'll I'll give you that. It's not, but... This is like... Man, some of the... Even the little accents on some of these things are in the same spot (laughs) as they are on the Pokemon. Like, it's... this one is they've they've actually taken parts, you know, like the ears from this, the eyes from this, the tail, the body. They've taken parts, and it, granted, in the original Pokemon set, it was just kind of like there's a red dragon, and you know, there's also Charizard that look very similar, mm-hmm. but they don't have any used parts. I I don't want to come across as I'm like condoning stealing other people's ideas. I, I am. <laughs> I think AI in games is, if they generate it, I don't think they generate anything of this with AI. There's too much care that went into this game. These things have individual animations for carrying stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, to there's a, yeah. There are, there are specific ones. They have, they have individual, I'm sitting here watching like 16 of them sleep. They have different sleeping animations. They yawn before they lay down. They pick up stuff and carry it in different ways. They have different battle animations. They, I have two or three different Pokemon or Pokemon Lord have mercy pals watering my garden right now. And they all have different watering animations. Yeah. Like the time that went into this is so intense. And the, this is obviously a labor of love. I don't think it's shovelware. I saw people have called it like shovelware. People called it an asset flip. 
where they and what an asset flip shovelware is just a, a game that developers make they don't care about they're just trying like a money grab asset flips kind of the same thing where you would buy like they'd get unity they buy some assets they build a bunch of different games out of it and send them out the imagine and i think everybody's gonna know what this is those little like ads you get for the iphone or, or android games where it's you're running down a path and have to go between the different flags and yeah. it'll like level up your thing and you're shooting these this stuff those those are asset flips and they all look the same they're all stick figures so on and so forth this is not yeah. that no they put a lot of care and work into this yeah they, and they really wanted to make a fun game and they have i feel but to have done that to put as much care into this. And there's only like 20 pals out of 111. There's, there's a lot of similarities. Like there's a, there's a green like grass monkey. And then you have pan sage or, and semi sage and Pokemon, but they're not, I mean, they're nothing alike other than they're both monkeys. Like that's it. Um, but to have put that much care into this game and then have the few that are so egregious with where these little things came from. I'm sitting here watching this Dinosaur plant stuff in my base, and I just can't... It makes me angry looking at it. <laughs> like, I get mad looking at it. Like, you put so much time into this. Like, you couldn't just give it something different on its stupid head than Lilligan's crown? Like, come on. Really? And then they have a, they have a penguin that's a pirate-looking penguin. Doesn't look anything like Empoleon. He's great. And then there's here comes Don Awesome. That's a you know an unholy abomination of three fantastic Pokemon <laughs> Just trotting through, throwing down seed. You shouldn't be here. You bring this down. So you're going to get us all in trouble. <laughs> um, this whole camp is going to cry or die because of you. Well, here's the thing. And so this is. Sorry, go ahead, Aaron. That's just that's it. That's just say it takes one bad apple. Yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing, and I didn't I didn't think about it this way, and I think this is me being naive, until um, I was reading a thing, and Zach Soares, I think is how you pronounce his name, S-O-A-R-E-S, he was the director of a game called Moonglow Bay. It's a fishing RPG. Um, it's kind of like Harvest Moon, if Harvest Moon was nothing but fishing. So it's got a story, and it's like, it, we got an episode on Cozy Games coming out later this month, um, or later next month if this comes out in January. It's coming out in February. Our February episode is about cozy games. Um, so you will, we'll talk about all kinds of cozy games there. This is kind of a cozy game. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, kind it's, of. It's I mean, just I, hard enough for me and enough action for me to be like, I'll put up with the cozy part. <laughs> that's, I told I told uh, Elizabeth, I was like, this is the perfect game for you guys. Because it has a lot of her like building and cozy that she likes in games, and it has a lot of your grinding that you like in this games, and yeah. also catching. She's Pretty built cool. a base with like a functional tavern upstairs and a Victorian living room and a big dinner table, and she plumbing. made a bathroom. Yeah, it's it's got plumbing and a bathroom and like a toilet paper with a toilet paper roll holder on it. <laughs> like it's nuts. The amount of work they put into this game, man. Now none of it's functional. I can't you know go take a poop, but whatever but anyway so zach Soares, director of moon glow bay um he said what he believes is that these similarities they've put since it's only in a few mm -hmm. that they've put these in there for knowingly that they did we're going to throw those in there and it's going to stir up some controversy and it's going to get our game out you know it's hmm. a good move and yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if they did, it worked. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yep. It uh, it really doesn't bother me how much it looks like Pokemon. So, it, well, funny enough, my daughter was like, "Hey, can I do? Can I sit down and do the podcast with you?" I said, "You know what? You don't know what we're talking about, baby." She said, "You're talking about Power World." I said, "Yeah." She said, "That's just, that's just." Uh, Pokemon with guns, and I was like, "Get up, <laughs> get out of my way." <laughs> she, I said, "I tried to get you to play this game." <laughs> she wouldn't play it. So it's uh, great. You should have her on to do something, dude. She's, we'll, just, we'll let the kids do an episode of the podcast one time. Yeah, you think about that. Ten years old, and she was like, oh, "I was just Pokemon with guns." I was like, "That's what the internet's telling you. Get out of my chair." <laughs> so you're lucky. You're, I can't capture you and sell you on the play market. <laughs> You can absolutely still sell them on the black market. But. Oh, yeah, it's true, actually. Oh. It, it's, a oh. little, it's a little more frowned upon than it is in Power World. Her, yeah. Her, oh. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I think, I think there's actually something to that. And if they did, I mean, just absolutely brilliant marketing. But, but then again, I mean, if they, like, do you think Pokemon has a leg to stand on? Like, really? Like, are they, I, I don't know. Again, we are not lawyers. I don't know Japanese copyright law. My 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 take on this is that we it it's not up to us as the consumer to police these people. It's that we can vote with our wallet. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Right. By all means, don't. If you if you feel like hey, if I pay for that, it's it's supporting ripping off of assets. That is not what that is. The, these things. If every single one of these things were Pokemon analogs, like one to one, which the, even the ones that are aren't one to one. That that's different. And how many Chinese games out there on the iPhone oh literally take Pokemon assets and name it like oh Super Monster Battle seventy eight and throw it up there? You know, yeah. just that is an asset flip. That is shovelware. This is not. This was built with love and care, and hopefully support. But you know, I mean, what do we think? Like, this do we think Pokemon's going to do something? I don't think so. I actually don't think so either. That's my opinion. And that's all it is, is my opinion, but I honestly don't think they will. Well, I, I think, it was, I'm having you guys that said it, I don't think they will care unless they start, like, doing merchandising. merchandising. That's yeah, it. That was, yeah. yeah, that was me. I don't think they're going to do anything until you see a plush of Dinosaur out on the shelf. Yep. And then it's, oh, it's on now, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's when they yeah. would, uh, that's when they probably get mad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really don't see because I mean, when you think about like litigation on something like this, it does open up a lot, like a lot of issues in the gaming world. So if you set precedent with this, will it also reflect back on Nintendo or something else? It's like, will they, will they be in trouble for you know other stuff? So it's it's a little well, I just double-edged sword (laughs) it's a gray area right like one i i completely understand protecting your ip absolutely like i i understand like hey we have artists and we have designers who put time into something and and pokemon games are made with love don't get me wrong pokemon games are made with love but pokemon's kind of like the giant faceless corporation like pokemon's the disney of this to like some small animation company that kind of made mickey mouse yeah absolutely you know absolutely um so I'm not, I'm not of the, oh, screw them. It's Pokemon. They need to get stolen from part because no, that's not fair that, yeah, 
that's not okay. There are people whose livelihoods are based around creating these things and building them who are not, you know, multi-millionaire CEOs, whatever. Um, just everyday people like you and me who go to work, design games, put a lot of love into this stuff. And I don't think they need to have their stuff stolen. But when is it parody? When is it inspiration? When is it just like kind of borrowing assets? Like, because again, like you, a lot of the a lot of FPSs do that. Like, oh yeah, there are there are screenshots from like battle, you know, Battlefield and Call of Duty that are not indistinguishable. Sometimes. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, save for the UI. It's a it's Go ahead. a very fine line, is what I like. I was saying they really walked the line with this one. Well, see if if Dan Awesome was not in the game, the game would still be as good. Yeah. If that, if this handful of Pokemon or whatever were gone, would it still mm-hmm. be as good with the different models? Absolutely. I yeah, and that that's what blows my mind is why it either had to be they were crunched for time. And it was just hey, this is the quickest way to generate some, and there's a thousand of these things. I, I, one other point, there are over a thousand Pokemon. It is very difficult to create a game with cute monsters where some of them don't look like Pokemon. Go, yeah. go try it. Like, And there are people online. You can pay somebody money to generate a fake mon for you. Yep. Like, is that the same as these are doing like those are independent artists people do that on instagram people generate fake mon and fake stuff all the time for pokemon is that the same as that like what is and they look very similar to the pokemon they're based on what it's a gray area i don't think it's for us to determine i think you just determine do you like the game do you not and then if you like it buy it don't feel guilty don't feel like you're supporting the bad guy or don't i'm honestly don't feel like you're sticking it to the big man if you're playing this game either way it's just if you like it, play it. Yeah. They put a lot of care into it, and it, it's worth it's worth playing. Yeah, it's totally worth thirty bucks, man. Yeah, oh, 110 percent. Yeah, they probably made a mistake in making it thirty dollars. It might not have caught on as quickly, actually. I start saying they no. probably could get sixty bucks a pop now, right? <laughs> so, oh, probably. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's good, dude. And they may raise the price. A lot of games do once it gets out of uh, like early Alpha access. Mid- yeah, early yeah. access stuff. Yeah, Minecraft, dude. How about Minecraft for like practically nothing? And then when it I, went to actual game, I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I remember when oh, Minecraft yeah. first came out under Notch and I paid ten dollars for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's what I paid too. Ten bucks for Minecraft and loved it. Um, I think so what are we at time wise? We wanted to go forty five minutes. Good lord. An hour and seven. We probably need to wrap it up. That's, yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up. I think we've said pretty well I know I've I've talked till I'm blue in the face um any any final thoughts for you guys uh if you like pokemon and arc buy the game it's good and it hopefully they'll keep working on it and it's only going to get better like, i'm going to end with a bit of a zinger i think okay it's like would you really take death threat seriously from pokemon fans <laughs> You know, it's like, oh no, Hufflepuff is storming the building. <laughs> my game crashed as soon as you said that. And it's not my game. The game is not crashing. The server hosting company is crashing. So it's not Power World. It's that's that's great. Oh my. But no, it's uh, it's totally worth the money. And it's like you know, to think about how many games I've spent 
much a lot oh, more money yeah. on and spent no time on this game is just oh so gosh. good mm-hmm. and i applaud it's, them i look forward to seeing uh, what else they do in the future yeah is it a pokemon killer no 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 <laughs> and, and the proof in the pudding of that is what are they what are people calling it they're calling it pokemon with guns they're calling yeah. it something else now if, if we get two years down the line and pokemon releases a game they're like oh this is pal world without violence then okay there's there's something going on yeah there's something suspicious at that point yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. what i'm gonna call the next pokemon game it's, it's, power world world. Guns. it's power world for little babies did you play Power World Opal or whatever? <laughs> Pokemon Gun, Pokemon Lead, or whatever. <laughs> Pokemon Lead. <laughs> That's good. All right. With that, um, guys, let us know what you think. Um, anybody listening to this, we want to, we want to know your opinion. I love having these conversations. Um, yeah. Come over to the Facebook. Let us know what you think about it. Send us an email at hillshavenerds at gmail.com there's no the in front of it it's just hills have nerds at gmail.com are you playing power world are you having fun with it do you think power world is some do you think pocket pair is some soulless entity just trying to lap up some pokemon crumbs from you know disenfranchised pokemon fans after the last few releases or you know or do you think this is just a case of you know mis- mistaken attribution you know maybe they they didn't mean to and they, they made a few that look like it, but the game itself is wildly different. I'm Let us know. Yeah. Holler at us. Go visit Lee over at his YouTube channel, Pixel Bro Lee. He just uh, released a video on Power World and then yeah. sat down with us to uh, talk about it at, at length. Um, <laughs> but let us know. And if you're, out and, if you're out and about, then I hope you don't get murdered by a uh, giant free mammoth like I have 17 <laughs> Or Pokemon fans looking for Power World culprits or something. <laughs> Dude, hey, Pug, you been playing Power World? You smell like you play Power World. I don't want to make a lot of death threats to people. <laughs> Lee's address is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, know, you want to send us a death threat? We haven't made it. I've pissed off. I've said, like, mean things towards a bunch of toxic like nerd groups and i have not got one death threat yet what a like, shame i know right like, please you don't, don't send me death threats you don't want to make a lot of death threats but i did build the picture blade or whatever oh my <laughs> God. all right on that we're out we're over we're over an hour we want to go 45 minutes it's still short still a pretty short episode for us yeah, yeah. yeah. y'all take awesome. care see you next time on our 30 minute episodes <laughs> one day one day <laughs> thanks everybody Bye.